and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I am your host, Terrain Myricks. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Marks. Katrina, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. This is our first episode in the year 2022. It it feels like the last two years have gone by (laughs) so, so fast and slow. Yes. (laughs) It's almost like they're the only years that ever happened. Ever happened. Did did things exist (laughs) before before we all were forced to stay inside? It's just like two years ago. If you'd explained like any of what's going on now. And said, this is what's going to happen. And be like, that's crazy. That's stupid. <laughs> what, what an insane thing to say. How, how dumb would that be for us to be still in a in a, in a pandemic years later? Mm. After, uh, how dumb. After we after vaccines have been developed and, uh, you know, we know how to deal with it. <laughs> I hate, I hate this. <laughs> um, we're, and of course we're, we're coming at you during a another fucking covid surge Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so that's super fun omicron am i right um oh god do you even do you want to do this (laughs) (laughs) like Uh, omicron and we still haven't caught it which is great we are legit it is pretty crazy that we have gone through this entirety of the time with zero covid I I wonder what the numbers are for like what percentage of like Americans have not had COVID at all. Yeah. That'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Cause there are a lot of people who've gotten it multiple times. Yeah. 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 It's wild. Personally know people who have gotten it multiple times, mm-hmm. which is probably super fun for those people. Um, I bet they love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, getting it multiple times while we're out here, not getting it once. <laughs> pretty nice it's yeah i look nice. i don't want to like <laughs> i don't want to like we're bragging <laughs> it's just it's mostly luck honestly oh it's incredibly luck because yeah. after we got vaxxed and boosted we're like hey let's go to let's go to public events again yeah we went to a large concert are you calling emo not a concert hershey park oh okay okay <laughs> i'm like i'm like what the fuck are you talking about it's a DJ playing emo tunes. No, yeah, that's not a concert. I was, Absolutely. I was talking about going to Hershey and other stuff we've done, yeah. Yeah. But we have... We're fine. We have made it out unscathed, and let's let's hope for no COVID in 2022 as I well. I hope so. Or at least not until it's, like, basically mutated down to nothing. To, down, down to uh, what... A lot of anti-vax and anti-science people have said it is at this time, right. which it fucking isn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd love to catch it at that point when it. Yeah, when if it, it gets... was just a cold, the ICU wouldn't be filled with people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Hate many. To tell you. I don't know how many colds involve a ventilator. Yeah. I don't know how many colds involve you needing to get a fucking need to be on a ventilator. Um, but yeah, now when it when it gets to cold level, then I'd love to catch it. Mm. Just to say that I have. <laughs> I'd still rather not. I'd rather not. 100% <laughs> kidding. I, that sounds like a terrible idea. Um, oh, we're already, we're already again, we're already in the new year. We're going to reach, I think, if we do a show a week like we're supposed to, we should get 
around or or hit um 200 episodes of this wow um and i'm counting the minis in the episodes i was mm-hmm. i saw a thing that gave me an episode count i don't remember where it is and and i don't know how to get it again but <laughs> i think it was there like 157 or so okay. yeah. so if we do one a week which we won't. No. <laughs> we do one a week. We will get to. Uh, we'll get. Well, if we're at fifty-seven, then we'd only need to do one fifty-seven. We'd only need to do forty-three. Forty-three. So that gives us a couple weeks off. Yeah, multiple weeks mm-hmm. off, which we will take. Yeah. At any point, there might not be an episode drop for like a fucking month. Yeah. At any point, because that's where we are. <laughs> that's where we are as 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 hosts. Yeah. Okay. Shit's difficult right now, <laughs> so so it's very possible. We're doing our best. It, we're doing our best, but at, at, at the drop of a hat, we could be gone. <laughs> we could be we, from the show. From the oh yeah yeah from the show. That's I'm not saying. <laughs> Oops. Yeah no. We could we could like we might need to like you know, like we might need to Ted Cruz it and just fly to Cancun and fucking mm. not worry about anything. I mean we're not gonna do that because no. we're not getting on a plane right now. <laughs> No. But, but, I mean, we've never gotten on a plane. Nope, never. Never. <laughs> I don't think you could drive to Cancun. <laughs> no. I mean, you can, but no. <laughs> Wouldn't want to. Yeah. Um. I usually have something better, something more. Fun. I don't know what. What I don't have anything to banter about. No. I mean, no. We're recording this during the Cowboys game. Yeah. Um. So. My people mom. took naps today. So yeah, yeah. We, we just our intended starting time got pushed back. Pushed back by two, almost fully two and a half hours. Yeah. Because, well, not and not just we took naps. We, <laughs> we staggered, staggered the, the naps. naps. <laughs> I took a nap, woke up, come back down, and you're like, time for me to take. A I nap. literally think when you arrived back downstairs was literally the time I decided I was going to take yeah. a nap. So you got back down there, and I think may, no, no more. More than 20 minutes mm-hmm. into you being there, I was unconscious. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely accurate. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I also woke up like three hours before you and went to bed like five hours before you. Right. So it makes sense. Okay, okay. Let's we don't need to brag. I get I, it. I'm not. <laughs> I get it. You slept well. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's. One thing we usually banter about is what we, what, what things we're excited for coming up. Is there anything? You're excited about coming up? We're doing a game night, mm-hmm. a virtual game night. That's nice. I'm, That's nice. I'm yeah. stoked on virtual game night. We're taking some time off work next week. Hopefully, we're taking some time off work next week. Mm-hmm. You're taking some time off work next week. I hope I am as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to give ourselves a nice five day weekend, I'll take yes. that. Yes. Take yes. that every day, and not even using like time time, but using the. Uh, days that were given to vaccinated people because we're state workers and our governor understands that we should incentivize people getting vaccinated. Absolutely. I'm uh I'm not using that time because I have a ton of annual time. Yeah, you're yeah, we get, again. So, I'm going to actually save that and get paid out for it cuz that's an option I have and that's dope. Brag. Yeah, get, brag. Getting money. <laughs> yeah. Not using enough of my vacation time. Yeah. You're 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 uh you're you're normalizing the the grind, which we need to not do. Mm. I just I need more. Once what? once I have another employee and they're trained, 
I'll feel better about taking more time. Yeah. But I don't want to abandon my one employee <laughs> if at a at a terrible time. So, but she's abandoning me. So this is like. How one dare up. she's taking two weeks off? I'm gonna take four days. That's fine. How dare her? Yeah. <laughs> Use her time and abandon you. Abandon me. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Well, Do you know I... how many clients I'm gonna have to talk to because she's not there? <laughs> wow. That sounds rough for you. Let's get into the show before you, know, you say something. I don't like something. talking to people. <laughs> Let's get into the show before you say some <laughs> horrible thing. I'm not saying anything horrible. It's not about them. It's about me. Sometimes it's about them. Because sometimes they we gotta, we gotta get out. No, no, no. Remember, remember the guy who who called and was just calling to tell me that we help illegals yep. but won't help him. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. I'm sure. Yeah. And you just have to be like, uh huh. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We can't help you. Sorry. Uh-huh. We can't help you. Oops. We're too busy helping. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> you want to get in the show? Yeah. All right. Um. So Game of Thrones has been off the air for. <laughs> okay. You, I got okay. it. You got, got it? it? I got it. Jesus. I'm just roll with my roll with my shit. I am following. Like, this the, isn't on the fucking. I am outline. following the outline. Jesus, <laughs> give me a second to do this. I, this still at it at its core is a comedy show. It's not, but it's, <laughs> we try to make it a comedy show. So I'm trying to throw a slight joke in here. Yeah, I, I get it now. I was just confused. Jesus. Anyway, I don't even want to do it anymore. Do it, Ted Cruz. <laughs> Who you may remember as being um, the guy who, uh, after uh, after Donald Trump accused his father of killing JFK and saying he was going to, quote, spill the beans, unquote, on his wife, uh, phone banked uh, for uh, Donald Trump's uh, uh, presidential, like, uh, presidential campaign. You also may remember him from uh, ditching his state to go hang out in Cancun and uh, when there, when the power grid went down and people were freezing, um, he has continued to show that that um, jellyfish-like spine of his. Um, it looks like he he got into a little bit of hot water with the conservative movement um, due to uh, calling out uh, January sixth for what it was, which was a terrorist attack. Um, now he <laughs> after giving these remarks, uh, calling it a terrorist attack, saying this was an act of terrorism on the on the Capitol. Um, he f- f- backtracked so hard. <laughs> he 100% tried to uh, change the way he talked about it. He went on um, Tucker Carlson and groveled at his feet. Um, and <laughs> one thing that I found very funny was that uh, it... it Daniel Dale from CNN, their fact checker, um, pointed out that this wasn't the first time Ted Cruz called it a terrorist attack. He has called it a terrorist attack throughout the year 2021 on no less than three occasions. Um, But he insisted that this was just a slip of the tongue, even though when he delivered the remarks he delivered, it literally felt like he was like, he had memorized a specific speech. Mm-hmm. Um, what well, so- I just don't get it. I what does that? <laughs> he he. We listened to what he said originally earlier today, and he said it was a violent terrorist attack on members of law enforcement. What's the slip of the tongue? Yeah, 
But like, how do you, I, I don't understand how he like tried to be like, oops, that was a mistake. It was an accident. It's yeah. like, you wrote that down before you said it. Yeah. And, and like, I don't understand what the, what's the alternative that you're trying to say you meant to say. Yeah, exactly. It was a peaceful protest. It was, <laughs> like, a, it was a terrorist attack. Oops. I meant nothing happened and it was totally chill. Right. Right. Yeah, like there's no there's no other thing he could have meant. Yeah. Like there's literally there's no wiggle room when you call something a terrorist attack. You can't then say that's not exactly what I meant to say. That's mm-hmm. what you said. That's very very pointed language. Are yes. you moving that so you can see me? Yeah. <laughs> well, when I look at you, you have kind of a mustache from the webcam. <laughs> It's like a, a real thick yeah, mustache. Like a like a Bob's Burgers style mustache. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because of your webcam. Because of my... Do you want me to move it? Or are you, like, into this mustache? I think it's funny. Okay. (laughs) All right. That's a weird way of saying you're, like, totally down with it. You like it. (laughs) Do you... Sidebar. Should I shave my beard and just have a mustache? Absolutely not. You want me to do that after the show? I'll just straight up mustache it. No. I look terrible with no beard, especially if I also have a mustache. <laughs> it, 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 I, I, I reach like a, a look that is like, you probably should not talk to this human being. It's just not a look that works for pretty much anybody. Some people can really pull it off and it's really annoying to me that they can. Like, I dislike that Brian David Gilbert can pull off just a mustache. That, that actually angers me. I think... <laughs> I don't know. It's he's a weird guy and it works with his weird vibe. <laughs> weird guy with a weird vibe. Yeah, and I don't think there's much normal mustache business that happens. Didn't Tom Selleck just have a mustache? Right, but that was the eighties. Okay. And I'm not into that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh back to Ted. Sorry. Yeah. I fa- facial hair sidebar. Um oh by the way, this is the news flight. <laughs> <laughs> You forgot. This is the news flight, and you might have just heard a sound right now that I dropped in. I might drop a sound in. I might not. <laughs> You're not gonna do that. There's a good chance it's I won't. No chance. There's a good chance I won't. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna just. It's gonna be something pouring. It's not gonna be a clink. The clink sucked. I hate. I, I thought that clink sounds are good, and they're trash. They're absolute trash. All of them. Even when we did the real life one, it was bad. <laughs> like. So, yeah. Anyway, this is the news flight. Uh, back to Ted Cruz. Um, what do you... <laughs> now, Ted Cruz also maintains that he is uh, uh, he is next in line for the presidency. Does he maintain that? Yeah. He... He said that? He said that. <laughs> he Well, he's sorry. He said he's next in line for the Republican nomination. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. he's, he's saying historically... Um, when someone comes in second place mm-hmm. in their primary, which I guess he's counting it as second place. <laughs> Did he? Uh, he was there. He stayed in the race yeah. an incredibly long amount of time. Oh, okay. I get it. So I know I don't, I think he, I don't know if he's talking about delegates or if he's just like, I was there. Uh-huh. He picked his running mate. Remember when he picked Carly Fiorina to, really. be, to be his running mate Not in really. a race he was getting obliterated in. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, which I find to be an incredible amount of hubris for a guy who's absolutely getting blasted by a fucking reality television show host uh, to to be losing that badly and then to go, 
I I picked my running name. Mm-hmm. That's ab- that's actively crazy. I don't remember 2016 <laughs> as a year. <laughs> it didn't exist. No. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna try to pull up what his delegate count was. Um. But. I, I think it's weird to just say historically it should be me next time. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. He technically, I mean, his delegate count was much higher than uh, he was. He was second in delegates, second in votes received. Um, he won the second most amount of states. Uh, so I mean, yeah, he's like, but he did say that he that um he is ne- he would be. He's the okay. one that should be next in line, I guess, if Trump doesn't run. Because right. obviously, if Daddy Trump runs, he has to, you know, suck his toes or whatever weird thing we'll that see. they got going Do you think on. that they really, everybody would kind of stand back if Trump declares again? Yes. What are they going to fucking do? They've seen this guy ruin careers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like I don't like, uh, look, uh, cards on the table here at Alcoholics. we don't like Donald Trump. I know <laughs> that's going to come as a big surprise to our, to our faith faithful listeners who are like whoa why don't you love the MAGA movement but we we don't like Trump here um but he has an incredible hold over the Republican Party to the point where he can legitimately just sink different politicians he doesn't like (laughs) like he he does have that sway with the base now if they're if they're uh if they're a if they're you know a Republican politician that doesn't necessarily need a Republican the, the the main Republican base because they have like this weird uh, side appeal, um, then they're they're fine. But Ted's not that. Right. Like DeSantis isn't that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christy Nome isn't that. These people aren't gonna like step up and take a shot at him because if they take a shot at him, that is their they they do want to be president one day, mm-hmm. and they know that if they step up and try to take him on, they will not get the people that they need in order to become president. They are willing to sit back and hope that he implodes himself. Or, you know, is unable to run for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he does, if he does run, I don't, I don't think that they step up and try to take him on. I think no. you get like, I think you get like fucking, you know, people like William Weld who will pop in and be like, I'm going to run. Or like Joe Walsh. Yeah, that's like, what I was thinking. You're not like, you're not getting like a, you're not getting a Ted Cruz to run against the guy. Mm-hmm. You might get a John Kasich, mm-hmm. which I don't know if John Kasich would do it because he endorsed Biden previously, but he might have just been, you know, I, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that that's a... Yeah, no, I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's right. He's their king. So. <laughs> I mean, literally, yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> like, like, literally. I would, I would, like, argue that he is closer to, and I'm not trying to be hyperbolic, he is closer to, like, a deity to them. Absolutely. Like, it is, like, I've seen people, like, say, like, God, country, and then Trump. Trump's yes. third in this list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> so, And in reality, that's not their order. No, it's it's Trump. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's <only. laughs> like, that's the list over. But, and, yeah, he... <sighs> Even if uh, Trump does not win... Or does not run. Um, Ted Cruz is absolutely not getting the nomination. No, <laughs> not enough people like Ted Cruz. Nobody likes Ted Cruz. Like he actively... literally nobody likes him. No, wasn't it Lindsey Graham another <laughs> another spineless individual who said 
if Ted Cruz was shot dead on the Senate mm-hmm. floor, mm-hmm. it would you might not like you might not be convicted for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like no one, no one likes this guy. Yeah. yeah, that's funny that he thinks that. It's very funny. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be way, it's just like, way more funny when he fucking does it. <laughs> uh, what I don't understand about this whole thing is just why he, like, you've seen everybody else backtrack. Mm-hmm. and that's gone well for them. And you've seen those that didn't backtrack, and it doesn't go well for them. So I don't know why he would call this a violent terrorist attack to begin with. Yeah. Because like politi- he's such a calculated political mm-hmm. guy. I don't know why he thought that was the move. Yeah, I get it. Like, politically, it... Uh, like-, like, Fox News is literally <laughs> running a documentary about how this was an FBI, like, staged <laughs> yeah. thing. yeah, yeah. So you know your base don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so why I I don't I don't I don't understand his calculus behind yeah, this. I agree wholeheartedly. Like just politically, it doesn't really seem to make sense why he chose mm-hmm. to make those remarks. Because we certainly Cause don't think it was from the bottom of his heart. No, we one hundred percent don't think that Ted Cruz is like out to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not a part of his calculus. He's a craven, like awful mm-hmm. human being. So. I don't get what, like, political math he did to, like, right. be like, this is a good idea for Cause, me. Because, like, literally after the attacks, it was very, like, the mood, the atmosphere did seem to be on the side of condemning them and, and mm-hmm. saying they were. But Mitch McConnell did. Yeah. It's very clearly changed. Yeah. <laughs> very clearly, obviously, the poll, there's been polling and everything else. The mm. Republicans don't believe this was a thing. So Kevin McCarthy literally said this was, like, Trump has to own this and now is like mm-hmm. again another fucking he went to Florida to beg for forgiveness yeah to Mar-a-Lago grovels at his feet no longer talks no longer talks about January 6th as if it were um what it was mm-hmm. like it's just you know they're just, they're just craven political animals yeah and like in right now in whatever you say about it Right now, the the conservative line on January 6th, and we'll get into that mm-hmm. later, but the conservative line on January 6th is, what are you talking about? Or the FBI did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you want to move on to our next one? Yeah. Um, this is a real quick one. Um, we only put this on here because I don't think we did an episode since it happened. Marjorie Taylor Greene was giving out some more um, cool COVID advice. <laughs> and yeah. um, unfortunately, um, got, that, got, got hit with the ban hammer on Twitter. For her personal For her account. personal account. She's still tweeting from Rep MTG, mm-hmm. where she's, like, I saying think... Saying the same thing. Saying the same things, and also, I think, saying, like, uh, uh, you know, the election was stolen and shit. Mm-hmm. So, so, she still gets to spread misinformation. She just has to do it on a different account. What's the point of this, then? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the point of Twitter and the complete lack of consistency with their suspensions and ban like what why are you even bothering at this point yeah you're you're like they're so clearly afraid to do anything do it or don't and yeah just do it or don't you literally ban the president why don't you just ban all of these fucking idiots yeah just do it you can they're you can. saying the same goddamn things yeah. that like again that got that that uh uh 
rallied a fucking insurrection mm -hmm. or they're saying the same things that are, you know, incredibly dangerous public health emergency mm -hmm. issues uh, by, you know, making dumb claims about COVID-19 and how you can deal with it by was it what, what was the last one was it borox or whatever like what just you mean the baths to yeah get the, rid of the vaccine <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like or cupping people are saying all this like nonsense shit well i, I don't think you should get kicked off for, say, for saying things about cupping that at least doesn't hurt you right right <laughs> that was just one of the yeah you, you can get rid of the vaccine by cupping <laughs> um it's just bathing in weird chemicals should get like right. convincing people to bathe in weird chemicals should get you banned from Twitter. I'm just going to say, it. <laughs> I know it's, I know this is a brave stance I'm taking, but if here's, here's you convince the... hundreds of thousands of people to ingest poison or bathe in poison or, <laughs> or just rub poison on themselves, yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't get to have Twitter anymore. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't understand again, the political calculus behind this because well, Twitter doesn't have a not a political but business calculus right because they we know that they get a lot of content aggregation and views and like uh, engagement when they have right wing nonsense for people to get upset about yeah like they literally drive if if they see that you engage a lot with liberal content. They will drive you to stuff that will make you furious mm -hmm. <laughs> because that's the way that works. Their algorithms work that way because it makes you angry. It makes you do more stuff. Yeah. More so, engagement with things that piss you off. So if they, if that is what has been like shown, why are they banning anybody? We got a new, I think they're under new management now. Yeah. <laughs> but so. they're still not like, <laughs> they ban the president. Yeah. They ban small accounts that don't matter but it's like these like representatives in congress like they they're like no i don't know i don't know we shouldn't we gotta let the yeah <laughs> their voices be heard is it like i mean like, I, I really don't think there's actually a care about public health or anything like that like trump would not have gotten banned without the blowback after january 6th Right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's the only reason he ended yeah. up getting banned. The, literally, the only reason he got banned is because he kept uh, stirring the crowd up and uh, stirring uh, uh, people up into a frenzy to the point where they decided that they were going to take matters into their own hands and go and attack mm -hmm. the U.S. Capitol. Yeah. So um, why why did they ban Marjorie Taylor Greene's personal account? I don't know. Maybe. It just doesn't. Like, because like we said, they kept her work account where she does the exact same thing. Yeah. So what is the point? Why? What's the value well, for them or us? So they banned. So so, and I'll I'll say I I do think that things are kind of weirdly like potentially inconsistent. But they banned real Donald Trump, but they didn't ban POTUS, and he still had control of POTUS. So it, it I think that they have this. I think that Twitter continues this thing where they're afraid to like completely quote silence unquote a politician like a like a um like a like someone who's who's in office, an elected official. Mm -hmm. um, I think that they're afraid to do that for whatever reason. Maybe part of that reason is um, there are committees that determine, you know, funding that can that potentially mm. goes to them and, mm -hmm. and rules and rules that on how they can how they can operate and um, you know, this, that and the other thing that that directly affects them. Legisl and you think that they believe banning their personal accounts but not their <laughs> Their work accounts won't make them not want to take their funding away. I, I look. I I think that <laughs> I, I agree with you 
that it's not like a, the that's the I think to me that is the most logical answer because the only other answer is I don't fucking know. Yeah. They're they're there's doing no logic. there's no logic or reason like yeah. there's no rhyme or reason to what's going on and that is unsatisfying to me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, you want to move on? Yeah. Uh, the Mayo Clinic um was in the news. Um, and they were in the news in a very, very, very dubious way. So, um, let's start with the fact that over, over 73,000 people work for the Mayo Clinic, right? Let's, let's just start there. That's very important to know. Um, they have an incredibly large, um, <laughs> sorry, you're doing weird face movements and I don't understand, but I'm just gonna let you do what you gotta do. This is a podcast people don't see it and and the only reason they know is because i brought it up (laughs) um they they have a lot of they have a lot of staff now they fired 700 people for um you know uh vaccination status which makes sense the mayo clinic should probably have people who accept you think a medical facility shouldn't have unvaccinated staff i i do think that which is a a medical facility that required all of their staff prior to COVID to be fully vaccinated with mm-hmm. all available vaccines mm-hmm. should continue that policy. Yeah. Yeah. You think, yeah. You think yeah, medical professors, professionals who interact with some of the most vulnerable patients who would be most at risk of a pandemic should be vaccinated? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I do. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> 700 people, um, 700, uh, employees fired for, uh, you know, not being vaccinated. Not complying with Not complying vaccine. with the vaccine. Vax- yeah, yeah. Sorry. My mm-hmm. apologies. Um, so if you look at pretty much any, um, media, uh, article regarding this, it like headlines with 700 fired from Mayo Clinic mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't. <laughs> doesn't ever seem to like let you know that that's like about that's like one percent of their staff right like one percent in fact one of uh cbs news um the the main article um says you know sorry the main headline was uh that 700 people um uh are sorry 700 unvaccinated employees fired Mm mm-hmm you have to actually click it for it to then tell you in the in the top headline about 1% of its workforce. Like it it makes you do more work for them to tell you the relevant facts of the situation, which is incredibly fucking annoying. Wow, do you think maybe it's <laughs> because they want people to click on it? I really love I love this version of you, which is um which is uh, douchebag questioner. <laughs> do you think it's cause <laughs> I'm like, yes, obviously. Uh, I do. I think that's a fucking problem. I think it's a, yeah. a big problem when, uh, media outlets are prioritizing like clickbait over giving, uh, the electorate, the knowledge that they need to make decisions and wow. understand what's God damn it. <laughs> you think that's a problem? <laughs> do you think it's a problem we've had for the last, like, okay. I don't know. 15 years at minimum at minimum but like let's be clear it's longer than 15 (laughs) yeah 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 the news prioritizes clickbait yeah that's what they love watch the newsroom everybody 
will tell you about it. <laughs> oh, yes. Watch the newsroom. Outrage news. That's what they want. Watch the newsroom if you want to watch a thing that everybody who worked in media hated. <laughs> it's the idealized news. Yes. They're really there to tell the news and not get bogged down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Fucking. Uh, it's better to tell everybody that Gabby Giffords died without actually knowing. <laughs> <laughs> than to wait until a, we find out the, the doctors news. pronounce her dead not the news <laughs> thomas sadowski <laughs> thomas sadowski also delivering uh <laughs> also delivering the i just wanted to let you know that uh our uh that our troops killed osama bin laden for you to a pilot on a plane <laughs> and he's like we got to deliver the news <laughs> it's like it's so fucking crazy I hate that I love that show because it's it's idealistic bullshit. It's absolutely idealist bullshit. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean that's what the West Wing was. That's one hundred percent what the West Wing was. Saren Sorkin's the whole thing. Yeah, he's got a whole except like the social network that wasn't very idealistic. Well, no, that was that was <laughs> that was brutally honest about how Mark Zuckerberg's a fucking sociopath. <laughs> I mean, honestly, allegedly less than on like. <laughs> Less than what he actually is. Honestly, yeah. He wasn't portrayed as monstrous as he absolutely is. And Eduardo was portrayed as, like, a good guy when he's, like, not. Yeah. It's hard to have a movie where everyone's a bad guy. It really is. (laughs) They're like, I guess we got to make someone fucking likable in this thing. Mm, Yeah, no, the, the media... The media is bad. Very bad. It's a, just all around pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like social media. All bad. They just want to make you angry so you get engaged. They want to make you angry or in Instagram's case, they want to make you depressed. Oh? <laughs> Instagram's like, hey, we're going to ruin the psyche of every 11-year-old girl oh, yeah, we possibly yeah. fucking oh, can. Sure. <laughs> oh, for sure. Uh, that's not just Instagram. To, the, to yeah. the point where To the point where they were trying to do like evil like little instagram where it's instagram for children <laughs> yeah right <laughs> it's like after after reading the things that are like oh hey you're the content that's the that these children are receiving are actively hurting their psychological lives mm-hmm. and they're like okay cool so we'll just make one specifically for them to like mainline that to get that there <laughs> much, much faster for them um yeah not great. Ooh, my computer's doing a real fun thing. It's very scary. Um, what do you mean? It's making a uh, on the on my uh, screen. It's like doing a weird flashing thing that I don't mm. like, um, which is great. I can't wait till we have to replace this. I can. <laughs> I can wait. <laughs> when I, when I, do you want to do the last one? Yeah. Now, will you explain this one a little bit? Because I'm. I know it, but I don't know it, know it. You seem to know a little bit oh, more Oh, the Djokovic. About... Yes. Um, <laughs> all right, so. Tennis legend. Katrina's favorite tennis player, by the way. Previously. Pre- male. <laughs> Katrina's favorite male tennis player. Yeah, you know, like, Katrina and I like tennis. We like to play tennis. Mm-hmm. We like to watch some tennis. We're not, like, just super fans or anything like that. I'm a fucking, I'm a Rafa head to, like, die. Yeah, see, see, there was this, like, three tennis players, male tennis players, who 
honestly, like golden age of tennis stuff. Like yes. three superstars. Rafa Nadal. Federer. Federer. Roger Federer. Novak Djokovic. Novi- yeah. They were they literally could potentially be the three best tennis players ever. Right. And they're all played at the same time. Yes. And it's always just like a back and forth between who would who was gonna win that it, specific it thing. It used to be it used to be Nadal well, Federer dominated, then Nadal got seemingly ahead of him, and then Djokovic was like, I'm gonna dominate you both. Right. He dommed them. Yeah, no, I, I I really think he basically has come out as the best of the as three. As the best of the three. Which sucks because at the same time he's come out as the worst person of everybody. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> let's let's get into what um cool stuff he's been up to. Right. So he he caught uh COVID back last year, mm-hmm. uh before there was the vaccine or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And pretty immediately after he caught it, he started to do a bunch of asshole stuff. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. flouting rules and and going out maskless and being anti-mask and stuff like that, um, and then now that the vaccines have come out, he's an anti-vaxxer, like entirely. Um, I'm pretty sure he threw a party last year after he got COVID, <laughs> if I'm remembering correctly. What a cool dude! <laughs> um, so now that the the vaccines are out, uh, you know, a lot of different countries require vaccines for entry because they're not stupid like the U.S. <laughs> Um, and one of those countries is Australia and the Australian open is the first open major open in the tennis grand slam, grand slam. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, oi, oi. There we go. Okay. Um, so, um, <laughs> he very vocally anti-vax, um, posted on his Instagram, I believe like last week that, oh, I was granted an exemption to the vaccine rules in Australia. I'm here. I'm going to compete in the Australian Open. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, social media and stuff went wild. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because, <laughs> first of all, Australia has not granted exemptions to other players who aren't as big as Djokovic, mm-hmm. some of whom did not have access to the vaccine, like mm-hmm. literally weren't able to get it, uh, as opposed to him when he absolutely has been able to get it and chooses not to. Yeah. Um. So Australia's prime minister, he came out and was like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> no. Um, so it turned out that he didn't actually get the exemption to, like, the visa requirements. Mm-hmm. He got an exemption to uh, the state, I think, Victoria, the state of Victoria's vaccine requirements to, like, enter public spaces. <laughs> yeah. Because he stated he had recently been exposed to COVID. Uh, recently recovered from COVID, mm-hmm. which is one of the possible exemptions. And then it also came out that he was given permission to enter the tournament based on this exemption as well. Mm-hmm. But the exemption itself also seems very dubious mm-hmm. <laughs> because he his lawyers are now saying he had COVID. He tested positive for COVID on December 16th. Again. Again, for the second time at least. <laughs> Um, Got to run it back. He applied for this visa in November, by the way. Mm -hmm. So he would have needed to provide this proof prior to when he actually got exposed. So that in itself is bad. But so that so that doesn't now now, it doesn't line up. I actually have a I have one of those douchebag questions you were asking, Uh, Katrina. Does November come before or after December? It's before. Oh, that's weird then, because that's okay. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) So his lawyer. I'm not as good at it as you are. His, his lawyer said he tested positive December 16th. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a photo from December 17th yep. 
where he's with dozens of children. <laughs> Mas- dozens. Maskless. Completely maskless. Straight up hanging out with so, kids. According to his lawyers, he tested positive and then exposed him COVID to dozens of children. And then there's what also a wild, what a wild way to try to win this appeal. <laughs> there's also, I think, a, a newspaper that says they have a photo of him from December 18th accepting a, an award, also maskless, mm-hmm. with a bunch of people after he supposedly tested positive. So now we're questioning whether that was even a thing at all. So he's currently in. Australia still because he entered the country mm-hmm. based on these dubious claims. He entered the country and is in like a quarantine hotel before they are attempting to deport him. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like his lawyers are filing challenges based on this. Oh, he was exposed. He should be exempt. Um, bullshit. And uh, he's saying that he's like in a torture hotel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's got supporters outside of his fucking hotel. Like, protesting to let him out it's it's absolutely bullshit Mm -hmm. i i think what i really wanted to talk about with this is just how completely ridiculous it is that any of these people get any sort of exemptions like if your country is smart enough to actually have these requirements there should be no exemptions just because someone's rich and powerful right yeah yeah there's all there it it (laughs) There's always this, like, we look at the way we've had to deal with COVID-19, and you know for a fact that, like, the the, the mega wealthy or, like, the super powerful 100% had a completely different fucking experience yeah. where life really, like, really didn't change much. How many them. celebrities got to, like, Party. decide to shoot a, shoot a movie in Australia or New Zealand and yeah. then just jet over there where the infection rate is incredibly low yeah. and just hang out and do whatever? Yeah. It's crazy. It's fucking... <laughs> wild uh and and like um right now even when testing like the access to home tests is incredibly limited and Mm -hmm. people are struggling to find any tests we're still like shooting films and tv (laughs) across the u.s and 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 the the entire mm -hmm. crew and cast are getting tested multiple times a week regularly while regular people who've been exposed and, and need to know if they're positive and can't get into an actual provider because appointments are fully booked have no access to testing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's, you know, the, the powerful, the rich get access while the regular people do not. This is an absolute failing. It's an absolute failing on, like, an, an astronomical level. Yeah, and I think that's what, like, <laughs> there was such a media uproar when Djokovic said he got this exemption. And that's really what it was about, especially in the state of Aust- or the country of Australia where they have had such strict lockdowns and mm-hmm. stru- such strict rules. The fact that this guy was seemingly just able to walk in and be like, I don't care. I don't have to get vaccinated. I get to do whatever I want to. Like, Johnny Depp's dogs were treated worse. <laughs> Um, so facts facts they were gonna kill those they were gonna put the the, what a wild thing for a politician to say out loud we'll kill those dogs we'll put your fucking dogs down if you don't get them out of here johnny yeah yeah wild and and the really annoying thing i think is that france is which is i think next on the grand slam tour Uh, they're just like, yeah, we'll we'll let Djokovic come play. Yeah. After Macron's like, I want to upset. I want to ruin anti. Oh, he's like, I want to ruin the unvaccinated's life to the point where they get the vaccine. Yeah. And I'm just See, like, that's the thing. <laughs> Djokovic is on track for like crushing records. Like 
he last year he almost broke the record of winning every single Grand Slam uh, in a season. Um, what do you mean? He like he if he would have won the U.S. Open, he would have won all four Grand Slams, and that would have been a big thing. He would yeah, he would have got the Grand Slam. Yeah, so uh, if we don't allow him, especially when you already have rules against, un- like mm-hmm. obviously we're gonna let him in the U.S. because we don't. <laughs> We clearly don't fucking care. No. But, like, if we don't let him in France, if we don't let him in Australia where they've got really strict rules, mm-hmm. he's giving up his career. Like, you're actually giving him consequences yeah. to his choice. His selfish, ridiculously stupid choice. I mean, a lot of people are, like, a lot of people don't seem to understand how absolutely selfish this is. Mm-hmm. And, like, truly. I they're like oh well only this amount of people die from and it's like that's not that's not a good reason to be a fucking asshole yeah that's not a good reason to put other people at risk because the likelihood of them passing is very low like no it's a, a whole fuckload of people have died like let's not let's not behave in a way that could definitely harm people get if he's if 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 true if he got COVID on the sixteenth. Te- tested positive on the 16th rather mm-hmm. like knew he had it and tested positive and then went and hung out with a bunch of children on the 17th this guy's the biggest piece of fucking shit absolutely he's the worst he's the absolute worst he is the worst not your fa- who's your favorite tennis player now the male tennis player i don't have one rafa you want to come to team rafa i haven't read anything about rafa i and and i swear to god i think any- rafa's if, At the end of his career, really. I agree. I agree. But I swear to God, guys, if anyone finds out that he's anti-vax, please don't tell me. <laughs> I can't deal with this. I can't deal with more disappointment, guys. Mm-hmm. Please don't. Let me let me have this. Don't burst this bubble for me. <laughs> Do you want to um, get into our uh, 45 minutes and you want to get into our main topic? Yeah. We got a we got a fucking full topic this time, guys. We have two full topics. Two full topics. We're probably not. These are. I bet these are shorter than the news flight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost certain they will be. I don't have too much to say about either of them, if I'm being super honest. All right. Um. So buckle up. Uh. Happy January sixth for all who celebrate. <laughs> um. <laughs> Insurrection Day. Uh, in the United States, um, just a brief recap uh, so we can all remember. I know it was a while ago. It was a full year ago. Um, th- Donald Trump um, and other conservative uh, uh, people, um, some some pundits, some um, <laughs> some pundits, some elected officials, uh, whipped up a crowd into a frenzy and sent them to the Capitol, where they then um, stormed the Capitol, um, waving MAGA flags and fuck Joe Biden flags and conservative flags and using uh, said flags, uh, even some American flags, as spears to try to harm people. Um, they want Police. To police. <laughs> back the blue. Yep. Into a corner where we can kill them. Um <laughs> Uh, they were looking for politicians to harm. One one um, of the insurrectionists literally said to the police, if I would have found Nancy Pelosi, you would, uh, when they were talking to the police, if I would have found Nancy Pelosi, you would be here for a completely different reason. Um, they uh, also brought their own gallows and chanted, hang Mike Pence, um, which I'm sure he loved. <laughs> Uh, all to try to stop the certification of the 2020 election, which, again, was a free and fair election in which one guy received 
uh, more votes than the other guy. And one guy also received more electoral votes than the other guy. So that guy won. One of them won. One of them lost. <laughs> um, so firstly, we're a year out from this. How do you uh, how do you think that our country is how like do you think we're taking this uh, this insurrection attempt seriously? Like we're we're a year out. We're we we got a speech from Joe Biden, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but overall, did did we do much about this, or other than like make sure that security's tighter around this date? Uh, did we do anything to deal with this? Nope. No, we didn't nothing um did we hold anybody who was actually responsible for organizing this accountable no 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 we got to go for the low level people that were in there fucking around <laughs> by the way did you, you remember there are a lot of photos from from what happened mm -hmm. the grandmother the, the the super old woman that was in there that looked like she was like like she like was holding something and smiling. <laughs> Do you think anything happened to her? <laughs> Did they identify her? <laughs> I, I don't know who you're talking about. She's oh man, I gotta find that old. She's she just looked so happy with herself. Mm -hmm. So pleased. There's still a lot of unidentified people. Like there's a website, the FBI, that mm -hmm. they ask people to identify, and mm -hmm. there's still a lot who aren't identified. Olympic gold medalist was identified. Mm -hmm. Um, multiple uh, people, uh, people, law elected officials, elected law enforcement, mm -hmm. um, real estate agents, <laughs> real estate agents who are going to serve their sentence and seemingly now having a real big social media presence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so what? Let's uh, yeah, let's let's start there. Um, what do you think about um, what we've what we've done? Um, for, since since this has happened i we clearly haven't done enough at all um i 100 percent expect something similar if uh a republican's in power and then loses an election in the future like mm -hmm. <laughs> the the this small level people have been held accountable but that's it so mm -hmm. what <laughs> What's to stop the, the people who organized it from organizing it again? Yeah. You know? And um, we haven't passed any laws. The The tide of um, opinion about it has fluctuated from in the beginning. Originally, pretty much everyone was upset about it. And now the Republicans don't believe it even happened. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's silly. And I don't think really the Democrat, like, obviously, like, people who are very active in politics still care about it but i think most democrats don't really think or care much about it anymore yeah they don't either. really view like democracy being in peril um <laughs> you keep popping. that's okay um yeah check that text message um <laughs> they they don't really <laughs> i don't think i saw this you've never before. she's so fucking happy. oh my god she's having the best day <laughs> Wow. She's having an absolutely awesome day in there. Um, I want her to be sentenced to life in prison. <laughs> <laughs> um, now you did it. Yeah, I did. Um, uh, yeah, no, it, it seems like it's something that is such a serious thing, at, that was such a serious thing at the at the time, and the, the fact that, you know, Americans tend to have, like, like, we as an American people collectively have, like, 
little to no concept of memory mm-hmm. or or attention span. I do not think that this will have any impact on the next presidential election whatsoever. I don't think it'll have impact on the midterm election, no, which I think it definitely should. Not. It absolutely should and yeah. it won't. Like like let's be clear one faction like one one of the two prominent political parties had a, not just like a couple, like a fuckload of members actively incite an attempted insurrection in which multiple people died, mm-hmm. not only on the day, but then later due to psychological effects from what they what they dealt with. Mm-hmm. This this is a big fucking deal. And the idea that we're like just gonna poo-poo it and be like, eh, whatever, and not think about it ever again is fucking insane. Like it, it it shouldn't be something that just comes up once a year. I don't understand. Literally, they breached the Capitol. That should be like one of the only things we're fucking talking about. <laughs> that in the pandemic. That a that a that a large assortment of make no mistake, right wing zealots breached the fucking Capitol. That should be a huge thing that we're talking about all the fucking time. Yeah. And and what we what we need to do in order to like like what we need to do in order to uh, d- firstly fucking punish the people who did it, punish the people who sent them to do it, and how we get this sort of this sort of uh, political like like hate out of out of our politics, so this kind of nonsense doesn't happen. Oh, that's our responsibility. That's no, that's not our responsibility. I'm not. We're not do the it. ones that are promoting this hate. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, and you have. How, how do you stop them from promoting their own the you, hate that they use they to have, fuel their bullet? Like, that's what I mean. Like they like Republicans need to step up and fucking clean their own house. Yeah, and they're not going. <laughs> yes, they for a week they're like, yeah, well, this is bad. We condemn this. Wait, Daddy Trump, no. <laughs> No, Daddy Trump, we didn't mean it. Yeah, you have like motherfuckers like resigning uh, from from uh, from his from his administration, and like the only time these motherfuckers grow like a backbone and say this is what happened is when they're like do getting a book deal. That's the only time mm-hmm. anyone in this this is the only time anyone on the right seems to like have a spine. Uh, aside from very, uh, like there are very, very few exceptions. One of which being Liz Cheney. One of bit. One of which being um, Adam Kinzinger. And and make no mistake, I don't like those motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And it, it's sort of hollow that they're they're taking the stance while also uh, voting against voting rights legislation. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like we're mad about the one thing, but we don't give a fuck about the thing that we can deal with. Like like. I don't I don't like them, but they do get like semi props for standing up and saying this because apparently no one in their party has the fucking courage to do it. Nope. None of them. It's insane. It is. And it's like it, it forces one political party to be like like the adult in the room and the other political party to just be like, well, yeah, we're the babysitting like just we're the baby that has a lighter and we're just going to set a whole bunch of shit on yeah, fire. Absolutely. It's insane. It's so stupid. And we know what's worse, we're gonna lose to these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like more people are like, yeah, and that's just where give that like, baby mm-hmm. more fire stuff. And that's where you just go, wow. 
maybe we just deserve what we get. <laughs> I the, don't. I, fuck right. you. I don't deserve what we get. But the just the amount of Americans you know are going to come out and not care about this at all and make their votes based on, well, I, Biden didn't do as much stuff as I wanted, so mm-hmm. <laughs> vote for somebody else. Completely ignoring stuff like this or just won't vote because Biden didn't do as much stuff as I wanted. It. Like, it's... I mean, but like, and I'm, and I'm so the, frustrating. So, so it's one of those things where it's like, okay, it's one of those things where you can, I, I, I don't like to both side stuff, right? But it's one of those things where it's like, one, you absolutely should be making sure that you are going to the polls and making sure that Republicans do not ever uh, have the, have the grasp on power. They don't, they don't deserve it. They can't wield it responsibly. Um, when they wield power, apparently their their power is uh, hey, let's get a bunch of people killed. Like yeah, that's what like like and we we could talk about January sixth. We could talk about Trump's immediate uh, original response to COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. which is oh, there are only a couple cases and it's going to go down to zero and nothing. We can talk happen. about Trump's foreign policy. We could talk about Trump's foreign policy <laughs> and how dangerous that was. We could talk about all of that, um, but, but like. At the same time, Democrats have to fucking get stuff done. And if you don't, like, if they don't get stuff done, it's not giving an incentive to people to vote other than to vote against something. Yeah. And you do have to give someone something to vote for. So mm-hmm. so I, I 100% agree that, like, for me, I'm, 100, I'm, I'm going to be going to the polls every fucking time and making sure that these dangerous lunatics do not hold power. I'm going to do my part to try to make sure of that. But... If there are people that are disillusioned by politics in as a whole, who who aren't as like locked in as you and I are, and are like, I know that the other side's a bunch of craven lunatics. <laughs> well, okay, if you know that the other side's a bunch of craven lunatics, you one hundred percent should do your fucking right. I th- I see. See, this is where I think I, I get what you're saying, but mm. at the same time, I think people who make that choice tend not to have as much empathy as they should it's oh no it's that's it's, that's what it's about it's a, like it's, selfishly it's coming not from enough a, happened for me it's coming from a, a place of vast privilege right to to well i i, I wouldn't even say that because I, I would say that a lot of people who make that decision are not very privileged um but are just looking at their own situation that's fair um it's just that there hasn't been enough that affects them yeah yeah you know, and and, and 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 when the and there are some people, and it's that, hard for me because I do sort of understand it, but at the same time, I go, well, think about all of the other things that will happen <laughs> beyond yeah. your own specific situation. Like, like I'm sure a lot of people are, are a lot of people are rightfully going to be very upset and turned off from voting for Democrats because the child tax credit happened and then went away. Yeah, but. My problem, my problem. It never that, would have happened. Yeah. Without like. It's also, just... also a lot of people likely. Um, one one thing that Democrats have a big old problem with is messaging. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people actually got the child tax credit and didn't realize it was because Democrats got because Democrats got that done. Right. And now it's going to be hard. It would be very hard to actually run on that because we stopped it. Because it's done. Because <laughs> of a, of a Democrat. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's very so. difficult. It's very difficult. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, uh, Democrats have to, Democrats do have to give people something to vote for yeah. and like, not just the, like, if you put us I wish in, they didn't have to though. I wish they didn't have I to. I wish people would just vote for the sake of our country. Yeah. That would be great. Um, president Biden, <laughs> uh, president Biden gave a speech, um, regarding, um, the January 6th attack where he seemingly for 
um, uh, the first time since back when it happened, uh, laid the blame at the feet of, as he calls him, the former president. Um, I call him that too sometimes, and apparently Katrina's like, you do that all the time. You don't say his name. I just I've said, literally called you out on this podcast before I've said his, for I've not said his name 75 times in this one podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've, I've, I think I've said his name twice in multiple sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he, uh, Biden forcefully laid the blame um, at his feet, um, saying some things uh, like... Uh, Quote, so let's speak plainly about what happened in 2020. Even before the first ballot was cast, the former president was preemptively sowing doubt about the election results. He built his lie over months. It wasn't based on any facts. He was just looking for an excuse, a pretext to cover for the truth. He's not just a he's not just a former president. He's a defeated former president, defeated by a margin of over seven million of your votes in a full and free and fair election. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I Biden, I thought, did very well in that speech. I mm-hmm. was I was very happy with it um, because this was the Biden that, like, I think a lot of people wanted a lot, at least a lot of uh, a lot of people who voted for Biden wanted, which was this guy that was like, I, I, I wanted him to, you know, fully take like he doesn't he doesn't like to talk about Donald Trump. He doesn't like to talk about, mm-hmm. um, you know, he again, this he, administration's focused on the future, not the past, focus on the future, not the past. Well, guess, I mean, blah, guess blah. what? He's probably mm-hmm. going to be your future. Yeah. Like you're going to run against him mm-hmm. um, if you run, which I don't think you should. But you're, you're going to be you're going to be dealing with Donald Trump. So you might as well deal with Donald Trump. Um, I think I think the speech hit. uh everything that it needed to be hit um now i i'm gonna turn to you because i know that you're gonna um you know throw water on me letting me know like you know uh it's not gonna move anybody it's not gonna move anything the needle is exactly where it's gonna be um he delivered it to the people who wanted to hear it and the uh, people who didn't want to i did not say any of this before (laughs) but you're literally reading my mind I think it was a good speech. Mm-hmm. I don't think it matters in the slightest because nobody who um, doesn't care about January 6th listened to it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it literally was only for... It was for us or for the people the who pe- were going to get mad about it. And even the people who were going to get mad about it probably didn't, like, actually listen to mm-hmm. it. <laughs> they just heard the clips that Fox News would have shown them that would have mm-hmm. made them upset. Yeah. Like, that's a... Um, yeah, I, I I don't know what else could have been done, mm-hmm. but I just don't think it matters because I don't think the people who aren't really actively invested in the, the day, like, I don't think for most Americans this day meant anything to them mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. So it, I just don't think they, they get... I, see, kind of like I wonder if the Democrats kind of made a spectacle out of it to try to look for some positive news coverage in a way like some <laughs> what yeah wait this is on. just my cynicism oh please let's go let's hear this i don't know nancy pelosi introducing hamilton to sing theodosia was just like uh-huh. fucking yeah yeah that's cringy <laughs> so bad yeah yeah i wish i look i love it just felt a, very performative as someone as who a, like, loves yeah. as someone who loves lin-manuel miranda I don't think we need him today. Like, <laughs> no, no, my man. Like, maybe chill a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I do, because, because yes, I, I will 100% admit that that does seem, I mean, he, he was on Broadway, so it does feel very showy. <laughs> it does yeah. feel very showy. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I, I think what we need is, 
prosecutions, action, investigations, that sort of thing. Yeah, and Garland, just, get fucking yes, on it. Absolutely. Like, ugh. let's start. He's so fucking annoying. Let's start getting <laughs> the motherfuckers who did it. Let's start getting the motherfuckers who uh, who planned it. And let's start going after the motherfuckers who were trying to, like, fucking uh, just skirt su- subpoenas. Mm-hmm. Let's go. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Remember how we all wanted you on the fucking on the fucking Supreme Court? <laughs> like, and we were like, ooh, we got him. He's AG now. So that's pretty cool, too. It's not cool anymore, Merrick. I'm pretty fucking upset with the way you're doing. Yeah, it just, I, I think that's my whole feeling towards it, towards it. We need more action on that front. Mm-hmm. And I know action is happening. It's just such a slow process. Such a slow process. crawl. And we're like. And I, I just don't have confidence in Merrick Garland mm-hmm. and the Justice Department. Um, I th- I th- so I think that's just, it just, everything about the Democratic, like, commemoration i guess felt performative and i think think, do you think biden's speech felt performative no but coupled with that the the other events that were happening i think it cheapened it a little bit don't don't couple it with them but it was coupled with it no it wasn't (laughs) (laughs) he didn't he didn't deliver the speech then head over to (laughs) head over to pelosi's podium so they could both introduce lin-manuel miranda (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I think it was a good speech, a solid speech. I think the messaging was good and and um, the target was good. Like it's on brand for Biden to not blame the supporters, but to blame the man. Um, but I just like you said, it's it reaches the people who already know yeah. and no one else. I wanted to highlight one more thing that I thought was great from the speech, and I will I will agree. You know, president uh, presidential speeches sometimes carry a lot of influence and weight. Um, it's been that that sort of influence has been diminished um, for Democrats, mm-hmm. um, whereas Republicans deliver speeches. Like, I'm sure this didn't get the airtime that a Trump speech would about absolutely anything would have gotten. Well, it got the airtime. It was they, the networks carried the speech right, but live. it was during the day. Oh, that's well, yeah, that was. But he did that. He yeah. chose to do it. That yeah, time. bad call. <laughs> yeah. Biden. By, by, Trump, People are working. Trump would have done it at like fucking seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trump's like seven p.m. That's a good time slot for me. <laughs> um, one thing that I think was a very, very, uh, very pointed um, uh, remark in the speech, I'm going to quote here. Um, just think about this. The former president and his supporters have never been able to explain how they accept as accurate the other election results that took place on November 3rd. The elections for governor, the United States Senate, the House of Representatives, elections in which they closed the gap in the House. They challenged none of that. The president's name was first, then we went down the line, governors, senators, House of Representatives. Somehow those results were accurate on the same ballot, but the presidential uh, race was flawed. And on the same ballot, the same day, cast by the same voters. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I think um, I'm glad. I'm very, very glad that 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 was in there because it it just goes to show like this is 100% fake. It's not... They they don't they don't challenge the result of the election. They they don't like that he lost and they're behaving like petulant children. Mm-hmm. Because if if there was a problem with the race, there would be a problem with your ballot too. You fucking idiots. Yep, absolutely. Everyone who everyone who won and voted to not certify the presidential election, uh, but won their elections should be like, oh, we also have to leave. <laughs> because until we figure out exactly what happened with our elections, we gotta get out of here. Yeah. Is what should have fucking happened. Um we can brief talk about the January 6th committee. 
um, a committee made up of a bunch of uh, Democrats uh, as well as Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney, two mm-hmm. Republicans. Um, oh, one more thing before we do that. The, you're talking about performative. If things are going to be performative, I do think that some of that matters and some of the – I understand like pomp, pomp and circumstance, whatever. I think that if there's a moment of silence – for the officers that were, the people that died, including the officer that was murdered. You should show up for that. Mm-hmm. The, there was a moment of silence in the House for that. And the entire Democratic caucus, sorry, the, De- the yeah, Democratic caucus, there, standing in silence. And on the other side of the aisle, on the right side of the aisle, you had it, literally Liz Cheney, I'm not sure where Adam Kinzinger was because I know he takes this seriously and I'm not like, I'm not going to throw anything at him he right now. He wasn't there? He wasn't there, which is weird, but I don't know. I, uh, uh, sorry, I think he tweeted that he that he that like he previously had something and he would have been there and he would have been um, standing in solidarity. But um, <laughs> you have Liz Cheney and Dick Cheney, the, the lone Republicans mm-hmm. standing in silence um, to commemorate the loss of life that happened on that day. That is wild. We live in a we live in a situation where temporarily the Cheneys are the good guys. Mm-hmm. That's that's not a world that I thought I'd live in. That's not um, a, now let's be clear, they're still bad. Like Liz Cheney, uh Dick Cheney, they're not heroes. They're yeah. not good. <laughs> like let's all let's all That's, get yeah, wild. Got to get that out wild. there right now in case anyone's like, "Oh, Alcoholics is like fucking loving the Cheneys now." No, we don't. <laughs> they're still bad. But like holy shit, in this situation, they're right and it's crazy. Adam Kingsdicker wasn't there because uh, his wife is uh, expecting a baby at any moment. There we go. That's why. I knew I knew there was a reason. I knew he said there was a reason. That's mm-hmm. why I wasn't like, that's why I wasn't giving him shit. Yeah. I <laughs> see the thing. Obviously, it's disgusting, but the whole thing, <laughs> it's, I mean, January 6th was literally Republicans attacking police after, uh, Seven months of saying that Democrats are attacking police. BLM and, and Antifa. Blue Lives Matter and they have no respect for police and police are the greatest heroes and never do anything wrong. And you Back should never the blue ever, like, and don't investigate shootings. But again, they have no concern for the, I, I want to say five police who have lost their lives as a result of the January 6th attacks and... Not there to commemorate their deaths. Don't care at all. Uh, so, but again, it, they never actually really did care. No. <laughs> no. No, they don't. No. So, <laughs> again, doesn't matter. Doesn't we matter. already know they are pieces of shit. So them mm-hmm. not showing up for this has no, I mean, it's positive for them. Their base likes that they didn't show up because they yeah. don't actually care about cops and only care about black people dying. Yeah, yeah. So. It's like we love cops that that kill shoot. black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love it, but I don't like when cops tell me what to do. Yeah, exactly. That's not exactly. That's not cool. Exactly. I want to do whatever I want to do, but also like you can like pop those people. That's great for me. Um, what? <laughs> that's dark. Um, yeah, I, they are dark. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Jesus Christ. What do you think about the January 6th committee? Um, do you think that there's going to be any sort of... Um, I said, I'm going to put it this way, and I'm going to put it to you if you see if you agree. Truly, with January with the January 6th committee, where it's essentially a fact-finding expedition mm -hmm. um, where we're just learning more and more about what happened. We're learning that, um, you know, the, the people on Fox who said that this is nothing, uh, this was a big nothing burger, um, were desperately talking to Mark Meadows, trying to get him to get Trump to call this off. Mm -hmm. um, we learned that Donald Trump Jr. does not have his dad's phone number. Mm. We learned that... Um, Sean Hannity uh, actively like does strategy for the Trump administration. Mm -hmm. uh, for the Trump administration, did strategy for the Trump. Um, like we're finding out all these things, including how uh, and we're and we're um, still learning. They're they're still su subpoenaing people who um, had you know stuff to do with the planning of what happened. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> my concern is. We're, we're learning a lot. I think that is great. I think that it is very important for us to find out exactly what happened on that day because I find this to be very, very important. And I find it to be something that we don't seem to, like, think about as often as we fucking need to. Mm -hmm. Like, literally every single day we should be like, oh, hey, do you remember when a bunch of people fucking assaulted the U.S. Capitol and tried to kill a bunch of people? Like, they went in there to kill people. Mm -hmm. They went in there to literally murder people. Republicans and Democrats. But Republicans are like, whatever. Um, I feel like if no charges are brought because of the findings, this is fucking dumb and useless. Um, and I don't know if Merrick Garland's going to do that because the the committee's the committee at best can you know make a recommendation to the to the Justice Department to um, like here's where here's where we found what and here's where you can prosecute here's mm -hmm. where we think you can prosecute. And if this is just like we find all this stuff out. We find out the planning phase. We find out who knew what was going on. We find out that the president was like watching this on TV, watching it unfold on TV happily. And uh, while again, people were being tased, people were being, um, you know, hit, uh, struck with uh, American flag spears. <laughs> like if we find all this out and no legal ramifications come to the, to the people that were, that were center in, plotting this, including the former president of the United States, then, I mean, it's not going to, like, move people. <laughs> like, they're going to go, oh, yeah, well, we thought that happened. Like, it, it, the people who, the people on the left are like, yeah, we know that they planned it. People on the right are like, this didn't happen. It was a tour. It was just a, it was a tour that went out, of, that got out of hand. Mm -hmm. And with, with no one going down for this, it's just a it's just a drop in the bucket. And though I think it's very important, I, I do think this is like something that needs to happen. I I worry that it's just like useless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Convince me I'm wrong, but I know that that's not what your thing is. <laughs> I do not expect any charges to be even recommended by this committee for what um, the actual planning of the event. Uh -huh. Um, I, 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 I'm glad that there were charges recommended for Bannon and I hope they continue to recommend charges for anyone that doesn't comply with subpoenas. But I, I think this is mostly important as a fact finding and just gathering all the information that we can gather just at least for, um, purposes of like getting this into history. Yeah. Um, cause it is important. 
hopefully it will be important at some time, even if it's not mm-hmm. important to people now. Yeah, we got to get um, in those textbooks that we're not going to allow those children to read. <laughs> yeah, right. Because we, because by this time we will have banned um, critical insurrection theory. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I mean, honestly, I don't think that those with the information that would make the committee or the Justice Department feel confident enough to actually bring charges against those higher up involved in this plot, uh, I don't think they will actually comply. So I think the best we can hope for is getting these people charged with contempt and in prison, but they're not going to do that to Trump. Um, (laughs) I'll be shocked if Meadows actually even is charged with and goes to prison because because again we have a limited time period for this um and i don't really know if we'll hold on to the house after the midterms and bannon isn't going on trial for his contempt charges until the summer july so yeah so if these people don't face actual consequences of these actions until the committee is basically possibly disbanded what what will actually happen One thing I find very funny about Mark Meadows' whole situation is he turned over, like, a bunch of evidence and then went, I'm not going to cooperate. Right. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Where it's, like, like, just just from, like, a straight-up, like, like, Mm -hmm. thinking person, like, what are you doing? But (laughs) If you're not going to cooperate, don't give us all the documents. (laughs) The thing is that I think both the committee and the Justice Department are afraid of like Bannon wasn't in a political position. Like he wasn't in a government position at yeah. the time. And that seems easier to prosecute. But Meadows was the chief of staff yeah. and other people involved are elected officials. And I think they are afraid to actually do anything with them. So that's my thought towards it. That uh, definitely we won't see any real charges against anyone really responsible. But it is important to do it. <laughs> yeah. Great, excellent. That's fucking cool. Let's move yeah. on to our last topic. Yeah. Uh, and you're gonna you're gonna run this one. Um, we're talking about the Great Resignation. Yeah, sure thing. We talked a little bit about it before. Um, People taking the power back. Yeah, uh, and and I don't think we ever really named it as the Great Resignation. Well, I don't um, think we named it. Some... No, but we we never called it that. Is what I'm saying. Uh, um, when we talked about it before, but that's kind of the movement the name of the movement at this point. Um, and Dubbed by media, I think. I don't think anybody... No, I think the movement itself calls they, itself They called that. themselves the great... Is that true? Yeah. If you look at the anti-work subreddit, oh, okay. which is a big um, <laughs> proponent of this and, and does a lot of, um, yeah, anti-capitalist okay. stuff, they call it the great, great, great resignation as well. Okay. Um, so the reason I thought it was relevant to talk about now is that we just got a report... In the last like couple weeks, I think that uh, a record number of uh, Americans quit their job, like the highest number ever. Yeah. Uh, Four point five million Americans quit their job in November. So I just thought, in conjunction with this movement that we're seeing, um, it's important to talk about. And we um, <laughs> we watched. <laughs> <laughs> We just so happened to catch the last like half an hour, forty five minutes of the PA governor Republican debates. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> After we watched Amy fucking wreck shit on Jeopardy, yeah. we then we then happened upon this hilarious debate. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions we caught was, you know, 
what to do about Americans or Pennsylvanians leaving the workforce yeah. and, and jobs being open. Yes. And they all had very substantive policy uh, in order to deal with that. There Can, were like 12 people there. Is that right? Some, or, somewhere around there. It had to be at least, at the very least, it yeah, was 12. There were like 12 people there. Uh, they did they two were lines of podium. Ridiculous. <laughs> they literally did two lines of podium. And it didn't have, I think Mastriano announced today, by the way. I don't okay. know if we talked about that. We didn't talk He's about that. He's a crazy person. Doug Mastriano is going to pop in and run in this in this uh, for, for governor. And also um, Lou, Barletta. Lou Barletta. Both of them were not at this debate. I mean, I get it. <laughs> I get why they didn't go. Yeah, it was a if I had to hang out with Joe Gale, I'd rather legitimately beat myself over it the head. It was a hilarious a event. Like, <laughs> hilarious. It was so funny until you think, oh, shit, one of those people can, like, legitimately no, be. Not yeah. one of them. No. <laughs> not one of them. <laughs> this is like watching the undercard, like, presidential debates. Yeah, the, the fucking Mike Huckabee, Lindsey Graham yeah. uh, fucking comedy tour mm-hmm. where they were just, they got on a f- debate stage and just did fucking one-liner, one-liners and zingers the whole time. Like, they're like they're doing their tight five. Mm-hmm. So basically, sorry, I, was, I, I should have vamped while you were adjusting. I was, I was, I was mesmerized watching you. I'm like, what are you doing? Okay, sorry. No, sorry. it's okay. I, I like to be comfy. <laughs> um, I want to say every single one of their answers mm-hmm. to the question on what do you do about this was, you have to instill a value and appreciation for work ethic in people, mm-hmm. and that's why all these people are quitting their jobs because they don't have a work ethic. Right. Also, they were saying you have to take away incentives to not work, which which right. have been taken away. Right, like the unemployment stuff. Yeah. They're like, we got. I'm gonna stop that unemployment. It's like it's done. The yeah. only like, what's his face? Um, I think it was Sean Berger, the guy, the 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 one that was so sweaty. The man who I and this is coming from like I'm a big boy. I sweat when I do anything. This man, his, his hair, hair was soaking was wet. Soaking wet. And, it was and like it was literally like this guy just stepped out of the pool and got his suit on and went, all right, got to go talk to these people. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I'm only doing unemployment for 30 days. <laughs> oh, wait, his answer was unemployment for 30 days. And also I will set up a job website. Yep. Because those don't fucking are, exist. Were you where you aggregate all of the job yeah. websites. But again, the unemployment like Department of Labor Industry. Has, has a website that. that does that. Right. So he's going to set so up a website. He clearly web- doesn't know. He's going to set up a website <laughs> that already exists. Yeah. And he is going to... Limit unemployment to one month. One month. <laughs> How's that work for you guys? Yep. When your employer terminates you with no notice. So, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So their answers were just crazy. And it, it. I wanted to just talk about, like, literally that... I guess that was a policy answer to that. But... We were talking about this this wave of resignations and people leaving their jobs. We were talking about this during the pandemic, I think the last time we talked about it. Yeah. Um, well, it's still during the pandemic, but during <laughs> pandemic unemployment. Yeah, yeah. And that stopped in September. Mm-hmm. And now in November, we actually have more people leaving their jobs than right. were during the time when you were getting an extra $1,200 a month added to your unemployment and, you know, eliminating a lot of the hurdles and everything else. Right. So... Sorry, need to breathe. That's, yeah, breathing's <laughs> totally tight. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's. I just think it's very interesting that it has continued mm-hmm. even without that safety net there, 
and these idiots don't have any actual response. Literally, their answer can be boiled down to, I'm going to tell people to go to work. Yeah. And like, that's it. They're literally like, I will encourage people to work. I'll encourage people. How the people fuck to does work. that work? I, I I will instill the pride in working. Is that a fucking policy answer, or is that you just saying a dog shit dumb thing yeah. that does absolutely nothing? I'll tell people to go to work. Okay. Also, some of their answers were like, "It's because of crime." Yeah, I can't. People go- are too scared to go to work because of crime. Yeah, people in Philadelphia aren't getting jobs because of the crime? Question mark. What yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> like yeah. it is just like they're they're. I mean. Uh, Obviously, they had a bunch of other questions that were very bad that they answered. Um, but oh, yeah. That thing was fu- like, listen, you guys know I don't like watching debates. Guys, I paid attention to this. Guys, it was funny. Go on Twitter and type in John Ventry. Oh, my V-E-N-T-R-E, God. And then just watch just watch clips of that man. Did you know this man is like he, apparently he like is heavy in the like aliens yeah. scene. Yeah. <laughs> But he also is like, he, he, I mean, one of his answers was that one of his one of his answers to a question was that the Democratic Party literally hired, they contracted Black Lives Matter and mm-hmm. Antifa. Yep. yep, yep. Whoa, <laughs> like, like, where's our? Like, he also directed Hispanics and Asians mm-hmm. to go to the website stopsocialism.com. Yeah. It's like, something like that. It's, yeah. yeah, it like, was not an existing website either. Was it really the, the not? one he gave? The one he did gave not was exist. fake yeah. or wrong. That's amazing. I do love that he promote like he promoted a only website for that Hispanics only Hispanics and Asians. Only Hispanic and Asian people can go to this website. <laughs> only them. That's what the website's for. None of you other people getting in this website. It was so weird. The, they're they're a wild bunch. It was a wild bunch. Joe Gale. Honestly, to me, feels like if Ted Cruz had a younger brother. Was he the one he... that was like with the real gelled hair? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. The guy who, the the greaser who like essentially <laughs> needed, he could have, he if he was wearing a leather jacket, yeah. you'd legit think this guy was auditioning for Grease. Mm-hmm. He, he, he reminds me of like equal parts Ted Cruz and Ben Shapiro. He was in, really angry. He like in his in the way he's like a fucking dick. <laughs> yeah, he was like really angry. He hates and it's so funny because he's like up there just shit talking Republicans because they're the reason that mail in voting was yeah, happening. Yeah. And he was just very upset about mm-hmm. it. And it was so funny mm-hmm. to watch. It was so funny. But anyway, back to I'm the I'm so topic sorry. Let's go back to the topic at hand. So But seriously, look up clips of John Ventry. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> So I wanted to discuss why we think this wave of resignations have why this record number of yeah. people leaving their jobs and and sort of like the motivations behind the great resignation movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do want to say that a lot of the open positions are currently existing in hospitality, retail, yeah. food service jobs. That's where most of these open positions are and most of the resignations occurred. So. Yeah. I think that's important in context. So what do you think is behind this? I think Without people, the safety net of unemployment, why are people still leaving their jobs? Because the pandemic kind of, firstly, I think one of the things that the pandemic did was, uh, you know, with, with, you know, with those safety net programs, it did give people like a sense that like, okay, maybe I can take some time to actually find something that works for me and doesn't make me feel like, like, 
I'm going to be treated like absolute garbage. Like these, these sectors in which people are leaving are the sectors in which people are treated like just straight trash, like, like hot garbage by not just, uh, not just the consumer that they're, that they're servicing, but also the people that manage them. Um, and, and, you know, did you happen to see that Eric Adams called these yeah. uh, positions low-skilled jobs? Low-skilled. Mm. Low-skilled. Mm. Good on you, Eric. P- New York's going to fucking love you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys could have had Maya Wiley, you idiots. <laughs> you could have. But you fucking picked Eric Adams, and now, oops, you're fucked. Um, uh, no, I, I think that I think that people are, are get, like, I think the pandemic showed people, like, you know, there's better, and... Mm-hmm. Help them like go. I should know my worth. Yeah, and, and and people I think are just tired of the wages that. Yeah, I would not work one a, a con like a customer facing job for even fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, like I would die. Yeah, it's awful. It's soul crushing. Mm-hmm. And I think, I I mean I think you you hit on it's like. So during the pandemic, they had to deal with, I, I mean, the again, the pandemic's still going on. During <laughs> but during the, the peak, like, it's another when peak. we we're cared about peak. it, yeah. um, during people the were previous, terrible. the previous peak. <laughs> people were terrible. They wouldn't comply with, like, whatever even your business had put in place as the regulations mm-hmm. and were awful. But there was, like, this wave of support. For frontline and essential workers, yeah, and you were getting paid hazard pay, or Some. like like a lot a lot of businesses were offering pay for essential workers and mm-hmm. stuff like that, offering incentives. They were more supportive towards actually enforcing anything. Now, even though again we're at another peak, uh, nobody cares anymore. Right. Right. <laughs> they're back to treating them like trash, mm-hmm. um, and their businesses are completely not on their side, and. I think there's a domino effect too. As other people are quitting, they're putting more work on their current staff and not offering more compensation in return for the added responsibilities. So why wouldn't you quit too? Like that's a lot of the stories yeah. I see online when people are, are sharing their stories of why they quit or what's going on with it. Like a lot of it's like, well, we already lost half our staff and now they're expecting me to do all of those staffs work at, for with no pay, zero with no more pay. pay. Right. Yeah. And they have no respect for these people. Like they, I, it's amazing how management seems to treat these workers, management and owners of these businesses treat these workers when they see people are leaving. And instead of treating your remaining staff with respect and realizing they can leave you at any time, they still act like they're offering them God, like yeah. this is I'm, I'm giving you everything by paying you seven twenty five an hour. You fucking in in that debate when Sean, I believe Sean Berger, the sweatiest man alive, was like was like we we pay we pay our workers almost double minimum wage, and it's like minimum wage is seven twenty five, my dude. That's mm-hmm. you're not that's not a good argument you've made. Like you're not like pay like being like I pay pe- I pay people ten or four like better pay people need to survive people need uh, no people need more than just to survive what i'm sorry but what i'm saying is their the pay that they're doing is not a survivable pay Mm -hmm. like at the bare minimum people need to survive i agree that people need to i i agree wholeheartedly but 
I, I do think that's part of the the reason that people are still leaving these jobs though yeah. like because i think they've realized they need to do more than just yes. survive yes we no one wants no no one wants to like literally think that their entire life is i punch a clock and then i come home and sleep so that i can again punch a clock mm -hmm. like like no that's not that's not a fulfilling life for a lot. Like there are some weirdos who are like, I love work, and I'm like, that's great, weirdo. But like, <laughs> but truly, people need pe people have complex needs mm -hmm. that that involve more than just work. Yeah, and I do I do really think that that's one thing this pandemic has shown people mm -hmm. that it is just it's about more than surviving. Yeah, and it's it's really I think important that this did happen because so many people were stuck in that cycle of working two or three jobs mm -hmm. and never actually getting to live. Right. And I, I mean, you do you are seeing changes by a lot of businesses mm -hmm. already increasing pay, but. There's more that needs to be done. How about how about benefit packages? Yeah. That that uh, how about benefit packages? Generous benefit packages, generous PTO. Mm -hmm. Like we we need like people need this because we are. I I, I there are so many people that like are just like old school. Back in the day, we didn't do we fucking we worked the whole like con like like that is not something to live by. No. You you shouldn't be promoting that style of work where you are yeah. you are that, just That that was a style that was ingrained in you by by businesses. the upper by the yeah, by <laughs> by the business by class. rich people. They want you to just live like if we if there was never a labor movement in like the early 1900s yeah we would be working 16 hour days we, like we literally like we we fetishize uh you know hard work yeah and like i i like the grind the grind is 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 something that is like what people are like that's what i need to strive to do and it's like no no you 100% need to live how many how many years mental health is important y'all how many years did we let these reports come in that as the wage gap grows as ceos are getting pay that's mm -hmm. like so much higher than a worker as their pay is increasing at a rate how many years were we gonna let it go by that they're making like billions of dollars while paying their employees the same amount exactly and increasing prices Fucking of their goods like, CEO, ceo of mcdonald's is like we can't afford to pay like you absolutely fucking mm -hmm. can mm -hmm. you absolutely can you telling us that you can't afford to give a raise to people is an is an outright lie yeah this, the stock market has soared over P this last year the pandemic literally CEOs like like the wealthy have gotten exponentially yep. wealthier. Mm -hmm. Like they've made buku bucks during the pandemic, while a bunch of us are fucked, and like, like it's 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 a it's a complete disconnect. That that when you when you see the numbers of people leaving their jobs, you're like, I get this, mm -hmm. I get it. There's no reason that people should be like they're, they're being exploited, they're, yeah, and it's it's become so is, clear to them, and that's I think a wonderful thing. It is it is very very good that we ha that that people have opened their eyes to to uh, exploitation of workers. Mm -hmm. It's fucking great, and, and it's one of those things where it's like it, it, <laughs> it is it is necessary 
in order for change to happen. The first step needs to be the realization that I am being 100% blasted by this, by this uh, uh, economy and I need to, and and I deserve better and I will do what I can to make sure I get better. Mm -hmm. And if that, for some people, it's it's leaving your it's leaving your position and finding one that's better suited for you and your needs and your values and what what works for you like there's there's <laughs> like I, so um one of the uh, shout out to group chat one of the people in the group chat sent like a job uh, description their their significant other is looking for a job and it's like you need to have a mass like they they wanted like the job was for like a program director for um for like a for like a a, a, a facility like a medical facility let's mm-hmm. just call it and they they're like you need to have a you need to have a masters you need to do this that and the other thing and we'll pay you fifty six thousand dollars mm. it's like I don't think so Mm-mm. the 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 skills that are needed to do that job if the, the if the market dictates that it's $56,000 of pay as to what like bullshit mm-hmm. bullshit it's it's absolute it's absolute trash and people are like not dealing with that anymore yeah like people well yeah, people people are still heavily starting to be like I'm not dealing with that what do you think the long term impacts are going to be of this movement so i here's what both I th- for society and economically yeah that's what the outline says. <laughs> what I put in the outline. Thank I, you. I put it in there. I 100 percent wrote that. Baby, I did. I did. I pinked. I 100 percent Okay, maybe you did. <laughs> I'm gonna I apologize. Um wow, now I look like a real you dick. You do. <laughs> I also love that you're not letting me off the hook for it at all. <laughs> Interesting. All right, cool, cool, cool. I really fucked up heavily. Um so long term what I think is going to happen, what I want to happen, are two not necessarily the same things. I want to know what you think is going to happen, not what you want. I mean, it's clear what we want to happen. We want people to be paid for the work they're doing properly and actually there to be a shift in work-life balance in this country. <laughs> like- <laughs> I, 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 do, I do believe that um, there is going to be a significant shift in work-life balance. I just don't know if... Unless it is coupled with political action, mm-hmm. um, like uh, getting politicians who are more labor friendly and will change policies. Um, I mean, I do think that you're going to see I do think that you're going to see and we've already seen, you know, um, different companies structure differently where they have like, um, you know, I, 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 I would I would imagine that. There will be different incentives for um, taking positions, um, you know, profit sharing, mm-hmm. um, yeah, potential like potential uh, investment in 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 like like having you know stock options and that kind of thing. I think that I think that some places are going to do that. I'm wondering if um, there's no political action, if if more, if if let me try to. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm not doing a good job of saying this. If there's no um, legislative action, I'm not sure how widespread it can be, mm-hmm. and, and more so rather than I think I I think that it might have a an impact on how widespread and how quickly it happens. Mm-hmm. If we don't have if there's no if there's no like legislative action, then you're looking at like companies just having to change because they have to change because right. people are making them change mm-hmm. and not because 
uh, go- the government's making them change. And I think people making stuff change does move. But if you get the, if you make the if you make them do it legally, it's it's likely to yield faster results. So so I, I do think that uh, in the long term, we're going to see, you know, a better work life balance in America. I think maybe you'll see. Um, <laughs> hopefully we're going to be looking at getting maternity slash paternity leave um, like paid mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. But without, without it, legis- without it, uh, legislating it into existence, that might, it might take longer than, than it should. Here, here's my thought. Um, I, I agree that legislative change needs to happen, but I actually think the, you know, as long as nothing happens that, kind of disrupts the movement Mm -hmm. like as long as these people continue to say no to this kind of work that Mm -hmm. they're underpaid um i think that businesses are actually going to lobby for change through legislation Mm -hmm. uh for example i think data has shown that a lot of the people who have left the workforce are women uh Mm -hmm. during the pandemic and a lot of that is because of childcare. Yeah. You know, just because of the, the change in like schooling and stuff like that and like lack of extracurricular activities and stuff going on, there's no one to take care of kids. Um, and it's harder to deal with daycare and babysitters and everything else when you have COVID to deal with too. So an example I think is that if businesses start to realize they're not like no one's coming back, they're, yeah. they're without people, they're losing money. Why would they not? you know, use their corporate leverage with politicians to ask them to subsidize childcare. Yeah. Right. Cause that just makes sense. Yeah. No, that's right. <laughs> if they like, that's a, a thing that they would not have to subsidize. Yeah. Them. Like they, they might realize, Hey, we're not getting the people we need. Maybe if we offer childcare, we'll get, a, I, I think businesses that do offer childcare do get a lot more people who are willing to come to yeah. work for them. So if they can get the government to subsidize that for them, that's a benefit to that's them. That's a big benefit for them. So, so I do think there's going to be a shift politically where businesses will, <laughs> instead of wanting to pay for these things themselves, lobby the government to be paying for them instead. Yeah. Because if there was, if there's a change in other policies like maternity or paternity uh, leave, that came like the the proposed things we had in the Build Back Better legislation came with money that would have gone to these companies. Like they wouldn't have had mm-hmm. to pay for this leave themselves. Right. So I I I, I think that that's a possibility of something oh, that will happen. That I mean that definitely the when you what you're saying that 100 tracks right like it definitely tracks that like if if you are <laughs> if if you're seeing that these people aren't coming back and mm-hmm. you're short you you continue to stay short staffed and you're not as profitable because of that you're going to want those changes to come and you're going to want to pay as little money yeah. as you can for mm-hmm. those changes to come so if you can get the government to foot that bill then you're you're on easy street mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if the same really would apply to like a minimum wage increase mm-hmm. but at the same time i think you're not getting employees to come for minimum wage anymore yeah at all you can literally go to mcdonald's and get more than minimum wage yeah so why are you working anywhere else at that like why would you do something you know for for minute i i i as I, I do hope that that is like the mentality of people yeah like I'm not fucking doing this for minimum wage. No, nobody should be at this point. Nobody should be. There are there are positions out there that you don't need experience for. 
that you can you can get a job for more than minimum wage. Don't accept minimum no. wage for anything. Do I don't not. care if you're in high school or whatever. Don't you can, ever fucking no. accept minimum wage. Also, increase the fucking minimum yeah. wage. I honestly think at this point, if we increase the minimum wage to $15, it wouldn't do much because I think a lot of businesses have increased. So it, it would make a, a slight difference, but I think that it needs to be even higher. I agree. Honestly. It, it needed to be higher regardless, <laughs> but but we're, we're trying to get to a number that someone's going to fucking do. Right. Like, And 15 should be like the bare it minimum. Should be. It should be. 15 should be the bare mm-hmm. minimum. And this is coming from someone who supported Hillary Clinton when she said she was 12. I uh, look, I get it. I get it. I'm sorry. It's it's really I think the the funny thing you like I I would recommend taking a look at the anti-work subreddit mm-hmm. on Reddit um because it's just entertaining to see how stupid these fucking businesses are. <laughs> like there are businesses out there who will advertise a position at a certain rate, and then when you accept the job offer, be like, actually, it's only eleven dollars yeah. an hour. The, no, because, people aren't taking. Because it. what they'll do is they'll do they'll say uh, up to. Right. Like. No, there's even ones that are be like starting at, <laughs> and then they'll be like, sorry, we're actually going to do less than that. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, they, no, absolutely not. No, and that's what people are saying, and there there are businesses that are like, okay, we're going to incentivize new employees, we're going to offer like a a bonus or start you at this rate, and then leave their current employees at the rate they are, mm-hmm. and then those employees leave, obviously, because what like because what the fuck? It's incredible. Like, it's going to take a while. Like, I think that the legislative changes I, I talked about could definitely happen. But businesses are fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take a little bit for them to realize they can't just they can't just keep pulling their shit. People aren't taking it People anymore. not only are not taking it, but are also more informed previously. Yes. Because now there's a fucking network that they can, like... Absolutely. Like, they, they can go and find out all of the dumb fucking, like, schemes that these mm-hmm. places are doing... And be like, oh, oh, that's what that was. Okay, got it. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna fuck around with that. Like, like people are more connected than they were before, and people are more open to like, like, we we've moved out of not completely, but we've been moving out of like the like, don't talk about how much you make. That's a taboo. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it isn't. It's actually like them saying it was a taboo was their strategy to get it so that you guys didn't talk about it. Um, you definitely need to talk about how much you're making so that you can collectively go, okay, let's get more. Like, like, like there, <laughs> there's no, there, I think there's a lot more uh, connectivity now. Yeah. So people, people know more than they did previously. And that's just because of how connected we are. Mm-hmm. And with- I think I said connect in, in like <laughs> so many times, so many times, uh, Sorry, that was bad. <laughs> and I think I think one of the things in relation to that is people now have the ability to instead of being desperate and needing to accept whatever job is offered to mm-hmm. them, they have the ability to look in your company. Yeah. And if they find that you fucked over other people, they're not going to go there and get fucked over by you. Yeah. Like that's Sorry. pretty simple. There's a this is kind of unrelated but kind of related. There I saw a story today about a business that uh I guess they were pissed that this guy left their job or whatever. So for his final paycheck, they paid him in pennies, dimes, and nickels, like hundreds of them. And they dumped them on his driveway covered in oil. And they're getting, like, sued by the Department of Labor. Yeah, that's a fucking wild thing to do. Why would anyone ever want to come work for you again after that? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you've just completely ruined your chances of ever hiring anyone because you've shown that you have no respect for your employees. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
businesses are gonna learn, man. You're gonna learn. No one, no one's gonna. We people are not going to accept that behavior. Mm-hmm. They're just not. Also, um, uh, get rid of tipped wage. Yeah. Oh my let's, god. Let's get rid of tipped wages and let's stop tipping and start having the businesses pay the fucking salary of the people like like right now we live in it like just want to make sure that this is very clear because what i said kind of sounds crazy um if if uh, misunderstood it sounds crazy um we currently live in a society where there's a tip wage there's a tip minimum wage and there's a regular minimum wage so there is a a tip people who have tipped jobs get paid much less two dollars and 83 cents some i don't know but it's very very bad so you need to make sure that you tip people you do need to tip people that is not what i am saying i right now i am saying right now in society right now today you need to be tipping people Mm -hmm. i think that we need to get rid of that fucking wage because it is literally just a way for a business to have um the consumer subsidize the uh, income of their employee. Yes. And that's fucking stupid. And it's, it's literally think about it. Greedy, like, it's another greedy thing that businesses do. If you tip your waitress $5 for uh, your meal, you're paying them more than the, their business is paying them. Businesses is paying <laughs> for that hour. So that's insane. So how about we get rid of tip wages, yes. get rid of tipping and you just pay your fucking employees like you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we go? No. Well, thank you all for listening to this episode. You can find us on our Facebook page. Um, I think it's just Alcoholics. Um, we also have a Twitter account that we don't use, so you can follow me at Terrain Myers. <laughs> We're not. We don't tweet. You use it as a lurker account. Um, please like and subscribe on you know whatever media platform you listen to this on, and leave a review. That's super helpful and it's cool, and, and it would just make me happy. Um, We'll be back next week uh, where we'll talk exclusively about, I'm trying to think of something funny, but I can't. So I'll cut this. (laughs) We'll be back next week. Uh, Until then, cheers. Cheers.